Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1800 060 896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Thanks for joining us for another edition of Mobile Rolling and we're on the eve of a huge weekend as we've been highlighting all week long. We've got a great card coming through here locally at Albion Park tomorrow night. But all the focus over the next probably three to four weeks is certainly going to be in Sydney now because we're gearing up for all of their feature races. We've got the final qualifier for the Chariots of Fire taking place tomorrow night. The Chariots of Fire itself will be tomorrow week. We've got the Newcastle Mile next week, and then it's all leading into the Miracle Mile, the qualifiers, and the big dance itself coming up in early March. So there's plenty of focus on Sydney, as you would expect. But we've still got some great racing. Melton tomorrow night, the Group 1 Night Pistol. This very Intriguing meeting coming through tomorrow night from Auckland. Only six races, but they're all features. And wow, there's some great talent on display. And naturally, we've still got some great racing coming through from the West. So there's a lot to focus on. Jared Daffy is online with us now, and we're going to go through some of these feature races. Jared, good morning. Good morning, Chris. The first question, the most obvious question I want to pose to you. Last weekend, we had the WA Pacing Cup on the Friday night. We had the Great Southern Star Friday night. We had the Hunter Cup last Saturday night. Did you guys end up on the right side of the ledger? Uh, I don't think the Southern Star uh, went the way that we wanted it to do. Um, same with the heats of that, the two heats in the final and the one night. The WA Pacing Cup wasn't a bad result, but uh, King of Swing was not good in the finish. As I think I said Friday, the boys were pretty keen to take it on. Got to 2.20, I think, at one stage, or at least 2.15. Yeah. I saw at various stages on Saturday. Went round a, a $2 pop there. Um, some of the others that were back to beat it were, were backed for the win. Uh, obviously hoping that King of Swing could either have a tough run or make a mistake. So you miss out on sort of another half batch of money if they don't bet each way. But uh, there was some pretty big uh, market moves in that particular race. But most were with the fave and the winner, King of Swing. Okay. Well, interesting. We live to fight another day, and we've still got a, uh, a heap of features to get through this weekend, so it'll be very interesting to see where the money's going. But let's start with Gloucester Park tonight. The Lord Mayor's Cup is the feature. This is a Group 250000 $50,000 event. So a few of the horses out of last week's WA Pacing Cup back up. Minstrel is a clear favourite. He's at $1.35. He's running from gate two here. This race over the 2,536 metres. As far as others in the mix here... Uh, it's all about Team Bond because Minstrel 135, Patronus Star 550, and that's just about it. So where's the money going here with the, uh, the Lord Mayor's Cup tonight? I spoke to a couple of mates when this market first went up because Minstrel did open $1.45, and I said, what do you think about that? And they said, oh, gee, it's short. Well, it didn't take long. It got into $1.40, and now overnight it's into $1.35. So all one-way action here from that good barrier draw, Chris. Uh, Minstrel, $1.35. Whilst that's been going on, Patronus Star, the other one you mentioned, has been 5 out to 5.50. And then they get out rather quickly to double figures, and I can't find any specking at all for anything else. Okay, so Minstrel, the short price favourite there. Let's switch to tomorrow night. Now we'll go straight to Menangle. The Pale Face Adios Stakes is race 7. And basically it's a race in two here. Krug, who surprisingly made that rare error last week, took no competitive part in the Hondo Grat, and hence why he's backing up, because he really needs to, to run, you know, top mm. three here. Top three definitely qualify for next week's Pale Face. He's seventy uh, for next week's Chariots. He's seventy five Krug here in the Pale Face. Act now, $3. So 
they're the only two it looks on paper. Yeah, that's right. And that mistake last week that saw him uh, out the back, that's definitely frightened punters away. Now, he opened at 165 and Act now opened at $4. So they've come closer together. 175 Krug right now and Act now at $3 right now. But there's still more support for Act now at $3 than there is for Krug at the $1.75. As you pointed out, it's pretty big odds bar that two, uh, bar that duo beyond the light 950. Uh, rock and roll do at $17. So on paper, it looks a race in two. Uh, betting wise, it looks a race in two, but there's a clear preference there for the second elect act now at $3. Okay. Well, yesterday I spoke with Amanda Rando from Harness Link based in Sydney. She was tipping act now to beat Krug. And then okay. when Brittany Graham joined us from Sky Racing yesterday, she spoke with Jack Trainer, the driver of Krug, and he said there's no lead for act now. So this sets up to be a really interesting clash here tomorrow night, this pale face mm. Adios, and that obviously leads into the big one itself next week. So this is going to be very interesting over the next uh, six or seven days, really, in lead up to the pale face, because who qualifies, the barrier draw, and then tactics, obviously, fascinating contest coming up here. Yeah, for sure. I, I suppose the one question I have for you then, um, given given what, uh, what Trainer said there, does that mean... Uh, hell or high water going for the lead, does that give an, op- uh, an opportunity for Krug to make another mistake? Well, possibly. Uh, tactics, I wasn't surprised completely that uh, Jack Trainer come out and said that on a radio with Britain yesterday morning that, you know, there's no lead for Rack. Now, because I suppose at the end of the day now with Krug, now that he's made that error, we weren't expecting to see him tomorrow night, but he's here, he's got to go around because he's yet to qualify so do yeah. they take the luck out of it by just saying, we've got a lead, we've got to make sure that we run top three, we're confident if we lead, we can definitely run top three and just make sure that we're there for the big race next week. Makes sense. Mm. Yeah, it'll be an interesting race, that one, tomorrow night. And over the next couple of days, there's going to be plenty uh, written and said about it. Uh, the, the free, uh, Well, the free-for-all tomorrow night, I was going to say feature. It's not really a feature, but it's still a very good lineup. Malcolm's rhythm here, 270. This is wide open. Uh, I'll go down the page, in fact. Crunch Time, 550. Royal Gamble, 15. Elmer's Image, 34. B Major Threat, 61. Bad to the Bone, 850. Pete said so, 34. Colt, 31. $8.50. Majestic Cruiser, 460. Malcolm's Rhythm, 270. JOK, 5. Max Shard, first up, $5. Where's the money going here? Because it's wide open. Well... Reading between the lines, crunch time is the first emergency. Have I got that right? Yep. It opened $11, and it's been backed all the way down to $5.50. That would seem to suggest it's likely to get a run. So it's been backed. Uh, It's been quiet around the other ones in the market, apart from JOK, uh, which has come in a little bit from $6 to $5. Malcolm's rhythm unmoved at uh, $2.70. So... I think I think we're adopting a rather cautious approach to this one, but they quite clearly wanted to be with crunch time as soon as the market went up. So, as you know, Chris, money talks. Yeah, absolutely. And to be honest, uh, Jared, I was shocked that he didn't get a start in front of a few of those other runners in okay. that race. So, yeah, interesting there. Uh, another feature tomorrow night from Menangle is the Sibelia Stakes for the Mayors. And this is a qualifier for the Ladyship Mile. The favourite, the favourite for the Ladyship Mile is Stylish Memphis, and she steps out here. She's two ten. Majita up from Victoria three sixty. Antonia six dollars. Rock and Roll Angel seven fifty. 
and then it's pretty much write your own ticket. What are they doing here? Because the more I look at this market, she continues to drift stylish Memphis. Well, that's exactly what's happened now. She opened at 185 and Majita opened at $5. Uh, right now, Majita 360, stylish Memphis 210. So that gap has closed significantly. I guess the thing with Majita is that it wasn't one hit. It wasn't like $5 into 360. It took three or four price moves to get her into her current quote. So she has been the best back. There's been some sort of interest in Antonia. Antonio at $6, and then we've got that favourite of Drifter, but at the moment, most support is with uh, with the Victorian Emma Jeter. Okay, so a good move there for Majita. The other race that I just wanted to highlight just quickly was race three, uh, because the, the favourite here is the Honey Queen, and again, I'm probably expected to see her in that race that we just spoke about, because I think she's a, a genuine contender for the, the ladyship mile in her own right. She's $2. She's now with the McCarthys. Luke McCarthy takes the drive tomorrow night. Favourite over BK Swy, 460. But is there a strong push around the Honey Queen first up here tomorrow night? Yes. Opened at 240 into $2. And I'm not even sure whether that will last, uh, Chris. Uh, they haven't shown any interest at all in anything else behind it. Be My Rose is $3. Uh, we've got one there at $4.60 down near the bottom, which is called yeah, BK Swy. Swy. Yeah. But all and sundry want to be on the Honey Queen there, currently at $2. Okay, I'm not surprised. She's a very well-credentialed mare, so I'm not surprised there is a good move. My apologies, I didn't see Be My Rose. She's on the second line, and then we go out to BK Swy. So that, mm-hmm. that will be an interesting race there tomorrow night. What about the uh, the feature trot race tomorrow night from uh, Melton? Uh, Majestuoso on the backup. Uh, is there strong support for this runner tomorrow night? Look, not really. Uh, it's it's moved in somewhat, three dollars into two dollars eighty. But they have they've, they've backed a few here. Um, Sundan Courage is currently at nine dollars. Always ready. 4.20 into 3.90, so just a little move inwards there. Some of the others in the market have drifted noticeably. Just Believe, 7.50 out to 11. Uh, Temporale, 4.20 out to $5. Wobbly, 7.50 out to 11. So it's come in a little bit. Oh, the other one I've, I've missed there is um, Have Horse, Will Travel, number 4, 23 into 15. So a bit of, um, of uh, specking there. But look, it holds its place in the market majestuoso. Uh, second pick, always ready behind it. Then that roughy have horse will travel. The other ones in the market there have eased out. So no major lead at the moment on the on the night pistol. Okay. The free-for-all tomorrow night at Albion Park is race nine. LL Cool J at $1.95. Mr. Freeze, 11. Will the Wizard, 7. Ideal World, 17. Rock with Sam, 81. Subtle Delight, 51. Speeches, Silver, 260. So... Pretty much a race in two. Speeches Silver's the inform free for all. And now he's chasing three on the bounce. LL Cool J beaten behind Speeches Silver last time. But he's got the inside gate tomorrow night. He runs the favourite. Which way are they going? Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I saw this market when it went up. And LL Cool J opened at 175. And it was 180 yesterday. It's out to 195 now. They haven't exactly jumped out of trees to back others in the race. Speeches Silver solid at 260. Some sort of interest in Ideal World, 23 into 17 now. And Will the Wizard uh, has held its place at $7. But it looks like uh, our boys, uh, the bookies, are very, very keen to take on this one, L Cool J. Already 175 out to 195. So I'm not quite sure what else will shorten up in the market. It might well be speeches silver, but interesting race. Mm, yeah, small field. Uh, tactics so crucial there. 
building a multi this weekend, Jared. What can you steer us into? Well, seeing as Mr. Hewlett has uh, abandoned us, um, I've got four for you. Tonight at Gloucester Park, race five, number two, Minstrel, as I said, $1.35. We will kick off with that race that you added tomorrow night at Menangle. I'm glad you added that one in because it's been a decent move. Race three, number six, the Honey Queen. It's at $2. Uh, race seven, number two, Act Now, is uh, is another one. Oh, I've missed one. Oh. Race five, number six, Majita. So just repeating those last three, all at Menangle tomorrow night. Race three, number six, the Honey Queen. Race five, number six, Majita. And race seven, number two, Act Now. So they're all they're all still pretty healthy prices, although they have come mm. in somewhat. Well, just going through the prices, $1.35 Minstrel, the Honey Queen $2, Majita $3.60, and Act Now $3. Yeah. yeah so we'll them up get to a roughly uh, 213 Ten and a half, twenty-one, twenty-eight. Around about $28. dollars. Take that every day. Yeah, particularly so for happy with that. Before we let before we let you go, I got uh, lambasted last week from one of our listeners because I didn't ask you what your special was that day or that night. Do you have one for us at Albion Park today? Of course we do, and I'm just going through my race book in front of me here. I thought the best bet came through in uh, race five, number one, tick of the clock. This horse. He's going really well. He's got gate speed. He, he's thriving at the mile. So tailor-made conditions today. And that starts the, the quaddy today as well. So we'll go one out, go skinny, play a bit wider earlier. Race five, number one, best bet. All right. And for those uh, who will be playing, and I'm sure there'll be a lot, currently $2.30 fixed. Okay. That'll do us. Jared. as always, appreciate the time. Look forward to the chat again next week. Thanks very much, Chris. There's Jared Daffy from Tab, and you can check out all of those prices right now by going to the website tab.com.au, and you can find it all under the Harness Racing folder. That's where all of those markets are available right now. Let's go to Albion Park. Speaking of Albion Park, today we've got 10 races, tomorrow 10 races, but each and every Friday we check in with our communications and membership manager from Albion Park, Kate Budd, and she's online now. Kate, good morning. Good morning, Chris. Uh, tell us about the big Team Teal race night coming up at the end of this month. Yeah, so it's on Saturday the 26th of February. It's a Team Teal charity event. Um, we've got some bonus Bonanza races, got live music, $20 tickets, five raffle tickets included, um, steak burgers and all those proceeds go to Team Teal. So it'll be a great night trying to raise some extra funds for such a great cause. That sounds like it's going to be a fun night. Yeah, most definitely. I think... Um, might have to get up there and um, have a look. It'll be great. Okay. Now, we've got 10 races coming through today and tomorrow night. We focus on the Metro meeting tomorrow night. It's a solid card of racing. What is your best bet? Um, I'm actually sticking with a runner early. I'm going race one, number two, rock and roll icon. Um, he's got a nice draw and there should be plenty of speed on early. He's been racing well and down in grade for this assignment. So he's my best of the night. Okay, so race one, number two, rock and roll icon. Uh, it was it ain't the money last week you steered us into in the first race, and it it got the the spoils only jars, but it it got the verdict. Yes, correct. Yeah, <laughs> lucky that one. Okay. Yeah, too right, too right. Uh, more coming through, obviously uh, overnight with the club social pages. Yeah, most definitely. Check us out on the Creek Albion Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and they'll be up there. All right. Thanks again, Kate. We'll see you trackside. Thanks. See you then. Kate Bart from Albion Park joining us each and every Friday. So her best bet is race one, number two, rock and roll icon. Let's go into our 
pro punter each and every Friday, Ryan Spice. He joins us now and he's online. Ryan, good morning. Morning, Chris. How are you, mate? I'm really well. I want to focus this morning with you on the free-for-all tomorrow night at Albion Park. How does this race play out? LL Cool J, we just spoke with Jared Daffy. He said there's a move away from him. 175 out to 195. Speeches silver now 260. How do you see this race? Break it down for us. I think it is a race in two. I think Cool J and Speeches Silver have been priced correctly and will be the dominant players in the race. I see... Uh, LL Cool J driving through hard at the start and holding top at that 2100 metre start. Um, I think he's the horse to beat. I think as the percentage is coming out of the market, we've seen Cool J go from $1.75 to $1.95. And the same with Speeches Silver. He's been 240 to 260 um, I think with Cool J now, over his 21, preferred 2100 metre trip, I think he's certainly the horse to beat. Okay, so currently the 195, do you think he'll he'll drip a little more or he'll remain about that quote? I think that current price right now is fair value. Okay, so punters should be uh, having a bit of a, uh, a dip right now and making sure they lock in the 195. Absolutely. And when Cool J's been able to hold top here in Queensland, which has happened five times, he's won four of those. And the only time he was defeated was in the four-year-old championship behind Balraj. Okay, that's a that's a fair reference right there. So that's the free-for-all tomorrow night. It's race number nine, a very good race coming through. The other race I wanted to focus on, and it's going to be the focus, obviously, over the next week, the Chariots of Fire. Final qualifier takes place tomorrow night at Menangle. It's the pale phase out of Oz. Krug last week got it all wrong from gate 10. He made a gate break soon after the start. Uh, he backs up again because he's got to qualify. And looking at the market right now and hearing Jared talk about it earlier... It's basically a race in two. The two big names have drawn gates one and two favourably. Krug gate one, Acknow up from Victoria in gate two. So Krug the favourite, but he's easy. The, the support is coming for Acknow. How do you see this race? Absolutely fascinating, this race. Um, definitely strongly in the Krug camp. But, however, I do want to wait for a bigger price. I think $1.75 is, is just a tad skinny. So if he gets out to a dollar ninety plus, I'll certainly be looking to play. I do love the talk from Jack Trainer about uh, driving through and no lead for Acknow. Um, if that's the case, the first three to four hundred metres of that race is going to be uh, quite spectacular. If we just forget about last week, just pretend it didn't even happen, and you go on that first up victory of Krug, where he basically sat parked and went sub fifty. Gee, looks hard to beat tomorrow night with the inside gate. Well, if you extrapolate that first start performance out, if he is able to lead, you know, I envisage he could be a horse that could run 148. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that. And if he wins tomorrow night and then wins next week, he'll he'll accept for the Miracle Mile, surely. Yeah, and Jack Trainer's come out and stated that's, um, that's on the agenda. So if he is the horse that some of us think that he can be, you would expect him to be winning tomorrow night, yet come out, do the business in the chariots, and then he'll probably go into the Miracle Mile on the second or third line of betting. Yeah, just looking at the market right now, he has been uh, replaced as the favourite for the chariots of five. Bondi locked down fresh off his victory last week, and he's guaranteed, he's qualified now that he won that uh, Bonanza last week. He's 3.30, Crew 3.50. Yeah, I think that's the market's absolutely spot on there. 
All right, and then just looking ahead to the uh, uh, Miracle Mile itself, I'll bring up this market here. Uh, looking at it, King of Swing favourite, naturally, fresh off his victory last week in the Hunter Cup, 260. Expensive Ego, $4. He'll race next Friday night in the uh, the Newcastle Mile. Spirit of St. Louis, $4. Krug at $9. Yeah, that's certainly, I think, a market where we'll want to wait and, and see what happens in the in the qualifiers. Um, if you did want to have a little snippet Krug at $9, I certainly have. Um, that would be my only suggestion. Okay. Next couple of weeks is going to be very interesting. Next week, we've got the Chariots, but Friday night, we've got the Newcastle Mile. Expensive Ego will step out there, and it's likely the last start into the Minion winner, Bonsell Benjamin, goes fresh into that race, no trial. Yeah, that'll be um, fiercely contested and it'll be interesting to see uh, what the result is. Yeah, too right. We'll talk more about that next week once we know the field and the barrier draw. But we've got the tips this morning. We'll take Krug and we'll take LL Cool J. Ryan, appreciate the time this morning. Enjoy the weekend. Good luck. Looking forward to the chat again next week. Cheers, Chris. Thanks, mate. Here's Ryan Spines, our pro punter, joining us each and every Friday morning. Let's get to the thoughts of Darren Clayton, our form analyst for Racing Queensland. You get all of his information every Friday by tuning in here, but you get it in writing by checking out the Racing Queensland website because the dashboard, which Darren provides, is available. And he's online with us now. Darren, appreciate the time. Yeah, no worries, Chris. How are you today? I'm super. Uh, let's start with Albion Park. and Let's start with this free-for-all race nine. Ryan's really keen on LL Cool J, uh, but he's been easy. Jared Daffy outlined that, but uh, are you in the corner of LL Cool J or are you going with the informed speeches syllabus? I think to win the race, uh, definitely LL Cool J. He's obviously... Um, I think he's going to need to work a pretty hard in those early stages just to hold the front there. We've got Will the Wizard uh, out in gate three who's probably wanting to have a good look early but uh, if LL Cool J drives through and holds the front he's certainly the horse to beat. Speech is silver. He's been a, a big turnaround. We've probably come to know him as a as a sit sprinter and come with one closing run. He's been really good his last two weeks where he's rolled forward and sat parked and proved too strong. So um, it's really good to see the versatility that he now has possessed. He's probably sort of really graduated into that free-for-all star now that um, for so long he was um, indicating that would be where he'd get to. And, and with those two wins, he's certainly there. From a betting perspective, um I'm actually going to play this race, even though it's a place one, two only. It was Mr. Freeze to place. I think from gate two, he snags straight in on the back of LL Cool J. This guy's absolutely flying. Um, just hasn't got the, the rewards for his effort of late. And I think he tucks in behind for that run. Um, he's a really good place chance running, running second. And at $3 the place, when you look at the other prices available, I think that's a pretty good play. Mm, yeah, I don't disagree with that. Uh, it just seems fairly obvious he'll go straight behind LL Cool J and uh, he can run unbelievable sectionals like he has at his past couple of starts. Your point on speeches, Silver, is well made. And I think that just backs up what Darren Weeks, his trainer, outlined. A few weeks ago, we got Darren on, on radio, on mobile rolling, and he outlined that he just wasn't happy with him last campaign. A lot different this campaign. He seems like he's a bigger, stronger horse. He's finally matured. And I think that's why he's been able to do a little bit more in his races compared to that dynamic sprint that he's obviously got. But like you said, his past two wins, he, he's done a fair bit of work and he's been really strong. So 
hopefully now it's just a matter now that he's just rock hard fit and and he's fully matured so it's exciting yes yeah, certainly is and you know we go back a couple of years when um he's obviously had his share of issues over time but some of those early performances where he, he put together a, you know a string of victories at albion park some of those wins were enormous and um I remember one of your calls there um, in one of those wins where he just absolutely flew down the outside. I think you, I think the call was clear the runway. And um, But that development that he's made and that strength that he's now showing, that win last week, they've gone 52-2 for the, for the mile and he sat parked and probably never really looked in danger. Matt Nelson drove a really confident race and you, you sort of, if you look at the drivers, he always looked like he was going to win that race. Mm, yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, when Albion Park and RQ put on this extra prize money for some of these races on a Saturday night, it's unbelievably strong. And that's the case again tomorrow night. Race four, that's an absolute ripper. Big wheels, uh, Hemsworth, and there's so many other informed horses. Soho Sinatra, three in heaven. That's a really good race. I'm keen to get your thoughts there. And the Q-bread race tomorrow night, which is race eight, it wraps up the quaddy. That's also a very intriguing race. So, how do you see it? And throw us a quaddy as well. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that, Chris, because those extra stakes, they really are having the desired effect. Uh, the races that they bring together are super. And um, that race tomorrow night, it is it is really strong, the qualifying race, race four, and probably even knocked around even more by the scratching of the Mustang, who was super at um, an angle last week. So we don't see him going around, but um, still a strong race. I, I'm sticking with Hemsworth in that race. I just think um, Big Wheel's out in gate seven. He's going to have to probably do a fair bit of work from out there to get across. You've got Soho Sinatra. Uh, he's been transformed since he's joined Donnie Smith. He's two for two and two very impressive victories and um, squeezed him in the middle of there. You've got three in heaven who's got three wins in succession. So um, you've probably got... Uh, and then even look at Call Me Keith, a, a go-forward type horse. So you've got four horses there, all drawn wider on the track, who probably all want to look to get across to the front. So... Um, I think Big Wheels eventually wins that battle, but I've been really taken by Hemsworth, what he's done since his return. Um, granted, two of those have been at Redcliffe, where he hasn't had to defeat much, but his first up run, uh, he he swooped hard down the outside after being locked away, and then last week he did it all in front. I, I think he might be a better horse off the speed, and there's going to be plenty of speed in that race, so I'm sticking with Hemsworth in that one. That's race four, the qualifying pace. And in the Q-bred race, it's for rated 60 to 75 performers. Tricky little race, I thought, this, um, but really good form amongst them. I'm sticking with Chamonix, even though he's fresh up and he's drawn gate seven. I just think um, this could be the race that's sort of perhaps been on the radar a little bit for him. It's for 60 to 75 performers. He just squeezes in as a 72, uh, hence he gets gate seven. But... Um, I think even though he's fresh, his last run was at Redcliffe on that occasion. He sat parked outside Big Wheels and the last half in that Big Wheels was able to um, to finish off the last half in sub-55. So um, if you're looking at the overall form guide and saying, oh, they only went 2-1 in that race, the last half was in um, 54-9 and Chamonix sat parked, only beaten 2.8 metres. I think that might be enough in a race there tomorrow night for him to, to prevail. He'll get definitely some great challenge from Rocks or Diamonds, Lice Black, even a horse like Left to Terror. He's down 
in class a long way getting into that race, uh, being, like I mentioned, it up to 75. He chased home the Hoka Chopper last time out. So sticking with Chamonix in that one in what should be okay. a great race. If we're looking at a quaddy, um, yep. in the first leg, numbers 1, 8, 10, and 12. Um, in the second leg, we've got numbers 1 and 8. In the third leg, numbers 1, 5, 8, and 10. And in the final leg, numbers 2, 5, and 7. It'll be $48 for a 50% outlay. But, of course, you can play that to however your budget suits. Okay, so just repeating your quaddy numbers tomorrow night. That first leg, races 5, 6, 7, and 8. We're talking about 1, 8, 10, 12, then 1 and 8. One five eight ten, and we bring it home with two five and seven. And as you just outlined, forty eight bucks for fifty percent. But you can play that uh, to however that sort of suits your budget tomorrow night. What's your best bet overall tomorrow night at Albion Park? Yeah, I've come up with uh, race three, horse number four, the announcer. Um, he got to the front last week over the twenty one hundred, and he just sort of it, the, that race was set up for Letitia and Letitia. Uh, did what he had to do to win that race. The announcer was gripping on. He's had four runs this campaign for Dean Sinoskis since he has come up to uh, for a summer campaign. I can see the announcer getting to the front here. He gets back to the mile, and I think he'll be too strong in front. So race three, number four, the announcer, but also keen in the last race if anyone is still awake, back Sir Fahrenheit. Under the mobile conditions, race 10. Yeah, certainly. His uh, mobile, his last five attempts at the mobile, he's won four of those. The defeat coming behind Red Castleton when Red Castleton um, arrived from nowhere and then Red Castleton went on to the Inter-Dominion and then won one of those races at Menangle. So um, that's Sir Fahrenheit's only defeat in his last five attempts at the mobile. So I think he's too good for them. And um, going through his record, since Darren Garrard's taken him over, 23 starts, nine wins, four seconds, three thirds. So a super effort since he's been under his care. Just repeat those stats again. 23 starts for, for Darren and obviously Angus driving. Nine wins, four seconds and three thirds. Yeah, they're impressive numbers, aren't they? Yes, yeah, certainly are. And um, certainly puts him high in contention and, and the horse to beat for the Queensland Trotter of the Year with that award night or award afternoon next Sunday, the, the 20th of February. Mm, looking forward to that. What about uh, all that information? Uh, it's available right now on the dashboard, RQ website. Yes, certainly is. So I've got a, that little bit of info there about Sir Fahrenheit. We've got the best bet. We've got the quaddy and early quaddy numbers if you're looking for a leader. And I think driver to follow tomorrow night, Shane Graham gets a pretty handy book. I thought rock bottom uh, be hard to beat in race two. Go lightly will need a bit of luck. He's got Philandering Chef, who's a chance. Blue Ivy in that mare's race. That's a wide open mare's race. And, of course, he's got LL Cool J in the open. Yeah, well, all that information right now via the website with Racing Queensland. Darren, as always, appreciate the chat on a Friday, previewing Albion Park, the Metro meeting. Appreciate the time. Looking forward to the chat again next week. Yeah, sounds good, Chris. Should be good.